Hey everyone, welcome to the Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party, causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host, Michael Montalvo, and for the next few minutes, we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode, we examine the events that occurred October 5th. Colds can be something else, can't they? People's Temple, Branch Davidens, Om Shinrikyo, Heaven's Gate, Organized Religion, even podcasting networks that are totally not a cult. Where did you even get that idea? Look, there's a lot. So for whatever reason, as I looked for a topic to cover today, a cult caught my attention and, well, I figured... Now would be a good as time as any to talk about it. The Order of the Solar Temple, or as its full name shows, the International Order of Chivalry Solar Tradition, which is odd because they only share the words order, solar, and of, was founded in Geneva, Switzerland by Luc Jore and Joseph de Mambro in 1984. They actually trace their roots all the way back to the Knights Templar, a group that we have spoken about before, but as a reminder, was a military religious order that split into factions, one of which being the Renewed Order of the Temple, which is where we get the word temple from, for this group, not in general. The thing the order, as I will be referring to it from this point forward, believed was that the world would face some sort of catastrophic apocalyptic event in the mid-1990s, and while it can be argued that that never happened, it brings to mind the recent string of off-years that the world has been facing, starting with 2016 and the death of Harambe, R.I.P. To speak briefly on the founders, Jore was born October 18, 1947 in Belgian Congo, Africa, a place that has since become an independent republic, 1960. But that is another story. The biography I read didn't talk much about his early years except to say that in the 1950s his parents returned to their homeland, presumably with Jore, and that he attended the Free University of Brussels and obtained a medical degree. It was actually while at college that he became a Marxist and was placed on a watch list along with police surveillance. In 1976, he joined the army and became a paratrooper, where he had a relatively uneventful career, although he did participate in the rescue of a group of Europeans in Zaire. He then left the army and became a homeopathic physician, which allowed him the opportunity to travel and study alternative and spiritual healing. He eventually settled down in France in the 1980s, lecturing in Geneva, Switzerland, at the Golden Way Foundation, where he befriended its leader, Joseph de Mambro. De Mambro was born 1924 in southern France and unlike Jore, did not go to college but instead learned clockmaking and the jewelry business. Encyclopedia.com says that he was attracted to occultism and that by January 1956 he had joined the ancient and mystical order of the Rosé Crucis or the Order of the Red Cross. There's a lot to go into about this group, but just know that they see themselves as a worldwide philosophical and humanistic, non-sectarian, and apolitical fraternal order devoted to the study of the elusive mysteries of life and the universe. That bit was from Wikipedia. 
He became a leader of his local chapter in the late 60s, but also the article I read said that he left the organization in 1969, so I'm not really sure what they mean by the late 60s. By 1970, he became a full-time lecturer in the New Age movement and established what would become the Golden Way Foundation. Something to note here is that supposedly the Mambro believed that he was the reincarnation of several historic figures, including Moses. It was around this time that he met Jore, and fueled by mutual beliefs, the two formed the Order of the Solar Temple. Jore would recruit new members, and the Mambro would prepare the rituals. And things went well, as far as cults go, until the early 1990s when a former member began to complain and filed lawsuit against the order for being a cult. They were further troubled in 1993 when Jore attempted to buy illegal weapons to disastrous results. Troubles also arose with the health issues of Demombro. He had kidney issues and had developed cancer. Jore became eccentric, like super eccentric, and true to many cult-like leaders, would use sex as a way to give himself the spiritual strength to enact ceremonies. Like Demombro, Jure saw himself as the reincarnation of a religious leader, only this time it being Jesus Christ. The order began to see its share of detractors and defectors, one being Demombro's son, Eli, and another being Tony Detoy, who soon after leaving was found with his wife and their son, stabbed to death. This bit is a bit gruesome, but their three-month-old son was labeled the Antichrist by Demombro and was wrapped in a black plastic bag with a wooden stake in his chest. The group began to face persecution by governments, and then... The year was 1994, and on this day, October 5th, 53 members of the Order of the Solar Temple died by murder or suicide and were set on fire in anticipation of the end of the world. There was some debate on whether it was murder or suicide. It was originally thought to be a mass suicide, but after examination, several were shown to have been asphyxiated or shot in the head, some shot as many as eight times, or drugged. There were some signs of struggle, although it is believed some participated willingly. What's particularly curious here is that while several were shot, no gun was ever found. The murder-suicide took place in Switzerland and Canada, and among the dead, which were arranged in a circle, were both Jore and Demombro. A year later, in December 1995, 16 members were found in a similar way in the Swiss Alps, followed by five more in March of 1997 in Quebec, Canada. In all, 74 cult members were killed, including several children. Soon after these deaths, the solar temple seemed to have disbanded, although according to Britannica, in the early 21st century, the group claimed to have between 140 and 500 members. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me on, helps steer us in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.